Hi guys, and welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud with Tashana. This podcast is all about spiritual growth as well as personal growth. Hi guys, and welcome to this episode of Just Thinking Out Loud. I am your host, Tashana. Guys, I am so ready for this episode and to talk about um this topic. Um, but first, I want to dedicate this episode to someone who has always been my biggest, one of my biggest supporters. They have always given me an encouraging word um, right at the moment that I needed it. Um, they've always told me that um, my content resonated with them and that just to keep going, right? They always um, brought a smile into the room and and lit up every room that they were in. I want to dedicate this episode to my uncle. Um, we all miss you. We love you. And this is this is for you. We, we love you. Um, we're going to keep pushing on and we're going to uh, keep walking in our purpose and keep like, being a light. Um, just as you were a light um, in this world. So um, let's go ahead and jump into it. Guys, uh, I want to talk about, I want to talk about something that I've been pondering. I've been pondering a lot lately, right? So with, with me personally, and I'm going to be 100% transparent, we're going to keep this real heartfelt and we're going to keep this all the way funky, right? Um, I have been pondering since the, since whenever there are big changes that come into my life oftentimes if you know i am an introvert and as an introvert it causes me kind of to go within right i turn within and it causes me to ponder a lot of things to think about a lot of things i process things differently um probably then i process things differently right i mean we all do we're different people so we process things differently so it takes me a while to kind of work through things. It takes me a while to kind of for things to kind of resonate um, with me. And then I, I work my way through it. But it, but as before, I used to just hold on to it. Right. I would hold on to the pain. I would hold on to the disappointment. I would hold on to the discomfort um, until it built up. And then it would be kind of like a volcanic explosion is going to come out. So but what I want to talk about ask you guys and I want to start with this question is a question that I've been asking myself a question that I've been talking to God about are you getting what you want out of life and if you're not why not are you getting what you want out of life and if you're not why not right because we all know that God has provided us with everything that we need inside of us um, to walk in our purpose and he has given us and he gives us th- these insights. He gives us these visions, right? I believe he gives us these visions. Um, he comes, he speaks to us. He blesses us. He shows us, you know, different things of these paths, the path that we should be on to glorify. And it's all for the glorification of his kingdom, the edification of his kingdom. But are you getting what you want out of life or what God has for you? Let me word, reword that. Are you getting what... <laughs> God has for you out of life and if not why not and then I'm going to talk put that in the context of healing right because 
what you don't heal, you repeat. And I think that's something that a lot of people ignore. That's a step that a lot of people try to push past real walk, you know, um, so they feel like if I don't, if I don't acknowledge it, it didn't happen. Right. But it won't heal. That sore will be open. You could put a bandaid on it. You can wrap it up in a, in a different bandage, a colorful, a different bandage every day. Um, but it's still there. And I guarantee you at some point, something is going to trigger that thing. And then it's going to be magnified and then it's going to be amplified. And we all know the ultimate healer is God. We go to God with our problems. We go to God with our issues. We go to God with our our sorrows. We go to God with our pain. And we allow him to start the healing process. But there is a part of the healing process that we have to do. There is a part that, um, yeah, there's, there's work that we have to do on our end in order to completely close this door because God can close the door and then you being a human you being acting in your flesh you'll go right behind him and open the door up again right right behind him and open the door and it's just like you just prayed and asked God to heal you from this thing and here you go and you're I ain't gonna say infinite wisdom but here you go opening reopening the door again for what now you got to start the process all over again, right? And a lot of times when you go back to that thing, it's going to be seven times worse or two times worse um, than it was before, right? It's going to be amplified. So healing what you don't... No, what you don't heal from, you repeat. And it's just... A th- it's, it's all about habits. It's a habit. Um... And people do it unknowingly. People do it um, unconsciously or subconsciously. But healing what you what you don't heal, you repeat. So I wanted to come from. Well, I think as Christians, let me say this: as Christians, there are a couple of different Bible stories that all resonate with us, right? So if I say. David and Goliath, you know the story of David and Goliath. David was a shepherd boy um, who defeated Goliath with a slingshot because God had anointed him to go into battle as David, as this young shepherd boy, being armed with just a slingshot. He had God's grace with him, um, and the power of God was, was with him, and he defeated this huge Goliath who was like three times his size right and he went in to this battle as in set himself he couldn't put on anybody else's armor he had to go into this battle as david as the person that god wanted him to be his authentic self he had to go in there as david the shepherd boy he couldn't go in there as david the warrior king you know what i'm saying he had to go in there as david he couldn't put on anybody else's armor he had to put on his own clothes and walk that path we all know the story of um, Jonah in the whale, how Jonah was running from his purpose. God specifically told Jonah, do this. And Jonah said, I, I, no, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I'm strong enough. I'm gonna go ahead and go in, in this opposite direction. I'm gonna go ahead and, um, do my own thing because I'm not ready. I'm not ready. 
And God was like, yeah, you are, and you're going to do it. But what happened? Jonah ran. Jonah ran into the well. The well, you know, then he was in the well. And um, so everybody knows the story of Jonah in the well. But he ended up, you know, doing what he needed to do. Everybody knows the story of um, uh, Samson and Delilah. Everybody knows the story of Jezebel. Everybody should know the story of Jezebel. Everybody knows the story of David and Bathsheba, right? Um, the story of, who did I say? Samson and Delilah. The story of Samson and Delilah, if you aren't familiar with it, Samson, I'm going to give you a little quick rundown. Samson and Delilah. Samson was anointed from birth, right? God anointed Samson and the power, God's grace and anointing was in his, his hair, right? That was his thing. And he was not supposed to cut his hair, Never cut his hair. His power was in his hair. The glory was in his hair. And Samson hooked up with this woman that he should not have hooked up with. Like a lot of us hook up with people that God says, ah, ah, don't do it. And we do it anyways. And what do they do? They distract us. They deter us. They throw us off our plan. Right? And that's what she did. She cut Samson's hair. She found out where his grace was, where his glory was, where his, the source of um what his connection with god was and she came in and she distracted she cut that thing right she cut it um i would equate it to the power going out she cut the power she cut it and once she cut that power source he lost all his power then he just became simply a man right um but in his last days he cried out to god to come and and grace him one more time to bless him just one more time and in that moment God heard his cry and God gave him the power. And, you know, he brought the Colosseum down. He busted the columns and took everybody out. Um, the story of David and Bathsheba, I ain't going to get into that. Y'all need to study out where Bath- David, he ain't had no business with Bathsheba, but he purposely had her husband killed so he could be with her. He saw her from, you know, the rooftop when she was taking a bath and then he married her. But I'm going to let y'all go into that. But again, being led by the flesh. The whole thing is being led by the flesh. But I want to talk about numbers. Um, it's when God anointed the, gave the 15 an assignment, right? He told Moses, these are the 15 men. I'm going to show you the land that the children of Israel, I'm going to bless y'all with. And y'all, they go out, they scout the land. And I, they're going to come back and tell you what they see, right? So the, they, the men went out, they, they went out, they saw the land. It was flowing with milk and honey. It was bountiful beautiful wonderful sized grapes but they also had some people out there they also had you know some other people were out there who appeared bigger than them who in their eyes thought that they was bigger um stronger than them and they said that they the people saw them as crickets right they viewed them as crickets but they were using their vision their human vision they were not going off of what god gave them god had already told them i'm giving this to you this is yours so if God said, I'm giving this to you, I'm healing you from this. They then came back and was grumbling and complaining like, nah, but, but God, um, there's still this one thing. There's still these things in my w- way that I see that could potentially, you know, cause a problem. Um, they see us as grasshoppers. Right. But the people didn't view them as grasshoppers. It was their perspective. It was their viewpoint. It was because of how they viewed themselves. It was because they 
when they left Egypt, they weren't healed, right? They were still holding on to the things of the past. They were still holding on to all those hurts. They were still holding on to that mindset. They were still holding on to that dirty thinking. They were still holding on to this thing, this, this, this pain and these thoughts that in order to survive, we needed to be in bondage, right? Because if you read the full story, um, majority of them died because they were complaining. Um, even though God was continuously blessing them with manna, they thought the manna wasn't enough. And they said, nah, we need meat. And then when the meat came, um, God said, yeah, when I bring this meat, y'all going to eat all this meat. And if you don't, we're going to have a problem. And they ate the meat and then half the people died. Right. Um, but then Moses cried out, Moses and Caleb cried out to the people and God stopped the plague. But, um, and again, in, in going back to healing, what you don't heal from, you repeat. So talking about specifically the children of Israel, they were groaning, they were complaining. They went out. God said, I'm going to give you this land, even though he had bought them out of bondage. He had saved them from the soldiers. He had saved them from Pharaoh. He had saved them from all these other people. Um, they saw these people that weren't even really bothering them. And they said, here we go again. Um, they're bigger than us. But in which, which I, this is what I found funny. God, they cut the big, huge grapes. They brought the, they brought the evidence back with them. They brought the evidence of the blessing that God had given them back with them. Physical evidence, right? They had the evidence, but they put so much on something that they perceived they put so much on their pain they put so much on the the unhealed portion they put so much on it that god said i gave this to you i healed you from this but their mindset wasn't able to receive it because they put that butt in there but we're grasshoppers to them but they're bigger than us but we had more when we were in Egypt. We didn't have to worry about all this. You know, we were taken care of, even though we were being mistreated. And we cried out to God to save us. There is, again, <laughs> what we don't heal, we repeat. So they started to repeat the same, the same stinking thinking started to come up in different areas of their lives. The blessing was there. They saw the manifestation and the evidence, but their pain again and their hurt caused them to miss their blessing, right? Because they want they 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 weren't healed from it. They didn't heal their mindsets. They just came up out of bondage. Um, well, I mean, God saved them out of bondage, but their minds were still in bondage. Their minds weren't healed, and God said, "I'm gonna wipe out a whole generation because this new generation." It's going to come with the healed. They're going to be healed. This new generation is going to have this healed mindset. They're going to be healed from this. This thing, these things you're holding on to, this past, all of these things that are keeping you back, that are pulling you back, that you keep running back to, they're going to be healed from that. And we're not going to have this problem. So what I'm going to do is none of y'all going to go. The only people that are going to go are the people that want grumbling and complaining. Right? Those are the only people that are going to go and the people that are under a certain age. 
right? The younger people. So I think it was what anybody under the age of like 20 was saved. Everybody over the age of 20, they, they wasn't going to, they wasn't going to make it in. And then once all of them died off, then they were able to go to the land that God had promised them. Now, Moses himself wasn't healed from his anger because he flashed out. When God told him to speak to the rock and his anger and frustration, his feelings, his emotions, he struck the rock and he couldn't go either. Right. But the blessing was there because he wasn't he wasn't completely healed within himself either because he let the people get to him. He let his emotions lead him, right? And not what God had said, God told him. He let his emotions lead him. When we are led by our emotions that are are wrapped up in unhealed hurts, that ain't a word, but I'm going to make it a word today. We're going to go with it. Um, We're going to say unhealed emotions emotions unhealed feelings unhealed uh mindset that 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 this unhealed area right how about that is that better unhealed area um you act out on your feelings and when you act out on your feelings you're it's opposite of what god has told you a lot of times it's opposite of the god logic it's opposite of what god has shown you it's our feelings, if our it's our emotions that lie to us. Um, so we have to be mindful of that. We have to get our emotions in check. We have to get our flesh in check. And that's all led by flesh. They were led by their flesh. Their flesh wasn't healed. Flesh meaning mind. Flesh meaning their body. Flesh meaning their spirit. It wasn't healed, right? They They needed to do the work. God said you're healed, but they needed to do the work on their side. Because as much as God blessed them, as many times as God blessed them, as many open doors that God pushed them through, as many ways that God made for them, in the unhealed areas, that's what kept pulling them back. That's what was their ultimate downfall. Those unhealed areas. And they kept repeating the same thing. They kept groaning. They kept complaining. I'm going to pull a comparison into real life. That thing, that debt, you know God blessed you with the money to, to heal you of this debt, this financial burden. What you do, you see something shiny, you see something flashy, and you go out and purchase it. Now you back into debt. Now you got the same cycle. God told you to get rid of that man. God told you to get rid of that woman. He closed the door. He made a way for them to be out of your life. What did you do? Oh, I miss them. I just want to see them. And you go back to that thing. Knowing that you're not, you didn't do the work on your side. God closed that door. Now you have to, through prayer, flat fasting, um, aligning with God, studying his word, you have to do the, um, the, work, on the, the work on your side. To kill that fleshly part that is still hungering and thirsting after whatever that is, that distraction, that thing that's pulling you, that's causing you not to be healed. You have to do the work. We have to do the work. I have to do the work. It's a continual work. It's a continual thing. It's going to be a continual problem. It's going to be a continual issue 
until you recognize it, acknowledge it, take it to God and work on it. Honest to God, work on it. You can complain about it. You can cry about it. You can say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that all day long, y'all. But if you don't heal completely from these things, you're going to repeat them. And not only are you going to repeat them, you're going to pass it on. That's why God said, I got to cut this whole generation off. Matter of fact, it was maybe like two or three generations. I got to cut this whole two or three generations off so that it doesn't bleed over. So that this thinking mindset, these, 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 these bad habits, it doesn't bleed over into the next generation. And they can get what I have for them. That I, I, I promised you. That he promised that older generation so that they can walk into their blessing, so that they can walk out their purpose and walk in their purpose. That thing that you prayed about, trust me, if you don't heal from it, really do the work. It'll skip over you and it'll go to the next generation and you won't see it. You won't see it because you're not healing from it. What you don't heal from, you repeat. And not only repeat, again, we pass that on from generation to generation. I just read an article about this guy. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say where he's from. I'm going to just say he's a horrible, he's done some horrible stuff in life. Okay? He tried to play God and decided that for whatever reason, he wanted to take some people off this earth. Right? He murdered some people, four people, I believe. Now, I was reading up on it because I found that this lineage that he came from, this tree that he came from, had a hurt after hurt. The generations were just filled with hurt, right? Different things, drugs. They were getting their child neglect, alcohol abuse, criminal activity. Like they, in whatever area they lived in, they were like, (laughs) <laughs> the people knew them. They were known. They were synonymous. Their name was synonymous with crime. Their name was synonymous with bad fruit. But it didn't start out that way. The, if you look back up on their tree, the person, one of their, their um, the, the, the root of the tree was an advocate. The root of a tree, you know, dealt in government. But then the fruit... That the branches bore or bared were filled with hurt, right? And after that, it's just generation after generation after generation to present day. And we're talking about probably about four or five generations. Why? Because they're repeating the pain. They're repeating the cycle. The younger generation is seeing this and they're just repeating it over and over. Now, I'm sure there's some that got out. I'm sure that there's some that were disconnected. From this tree, from this pain, from this hurt, from seeing this, from experiencing this, from this mindset, I'm sure that they were able to live out their purpose, live in different manners. But the ones that stayed in it, the ones that refused to acknowledge the hurt, the pain, the some of them just glor- gloried in it. The ones that, again, refused to acknowledge the pain. Refuse to say, I'm going to do the work, right? 
I'm going to do the work on my side to make sure that these things don't happen to the next generation, don't bleed over into the next generation. I'm going to heal this hurt. I'm going to break this generational curse. Right? Not just heal it, but I'm going to break it. They, the ones that didn't do that, their generations are still going on and on and on and on and on. Unhealed hurts. They not only affect you, but they affect the generations to come behind you. So if God has told you, I already told, I already healed you from that thing. We have to look within ourselves to say, okay, God has healed me from it. What is that in me? That is making me continuously trying to go back to this thing. What is it? What is it? And how, what do I need to do to break free from it? So once you go to God and you pray to God about the healing, there are some things that you have to do on your side, right? To to solidify that thing, to close that door. Because God has solidified it. But again, if you don't do your flesh work, if you don't kill the fleshly side of that thing, then you're going to go right back to it, right? You can easily fall back into the trap of it. So there are some things. Isaiah 58, guys, read Isaiah 58 when you're fasting, prayer fasting and reading your word, uh, spending time to commune with God. Um, Isaiah 58 is a great resource about fasting. It tells you the do's, the don'ts um, of fasting, how you should do it. Talk to God, y'all. He'll tell you how long you're supposed to fast for. And um, again, because... It depends on what you're trying to break from, right? What you're trying to heal from. Um, the other thing that I, and these are things that I do, um, and I have spoken with other people about this. Um, one of the main things, this is mind work. This is mindset. Stop viewing yourself how people view you and start viewing yourself how God sees you. That's hard. It's challenging because we have over time developed and started to think, oh my gosh, how do they see me? Um, again, that's how in numbers, what they were talking about when the 15 went out, they said they view us, they are stronger than us. They view us as grasshoppers, right? We were, let me, I'm gonna pull it up. They view us as grasshoppers. Um, but it's like, how do you view yourself? How do you view yourself? How does, not even you view yourself, how does God view you? God had already told them that it was theirs. God had God already told them that, right? They said um in in I in Numbers 13, they were given the report, we entered the land you sent us to explore and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces, but 28, but the power but the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, right? And it goes down and talks about the Amalekites. Um, Caleb tried to calm them and say, hey, that's not it. Let's go and take the land. We can certainly conquer it because he knew God had already told us it's ours. But then they came back again. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. Who said that? In their eyes, they viewed the people as being stronger than them. So they started spreading bad rumors, right? The land we travel through and explore will devour anyone who goes to live there. 
All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants. And next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. That's what they thought too. Stop viewing yourself how people view you. And start viewing yourself how God sees you. God already told you that thing is yours. God already told you you're healed from that thing. Stop going off of the opinion of others. Right? Those are the two nuggets I want you to take from this. If you don't take nothing else, those are the two nuggets. So Isaiah 58 and Numbers. Numbers 13. Um, Read Numbers. Because it talks about it. It talks about... I mean, they just completely... They completely set themselves up because God had already set them up for the blessing. And then they just messed themselves up with it. So, guys, I hope I'm going to go ahead and close this episode out. But I hope this has blessed you in some way. Um, Again, always, um, I want to come to you and bring it to a manner that is digestible, one that is relevant um, and one that is needed in our in the areas where, where we need and healing. It's definitely an area that um, we need to address. Healing is definitely something that we no longer need to walk by and ignore, right? Because what we don't heal from, we will continually to repeat, continue, um, continually repeat. And I want you guys to be free. I want you guys to walk in the fullness of what God has for you. I want you to live well. I want you to thrive. I want you to succeed. I want you to walk in your purpose. And, ha- and get what God has for you, what he's shown you, right? And we can only do that by healing from these things and breaking free from these generational curses to make sure that they don't bleed onto the next generation. So as always, thank you for listening to Just Thinking Out Loud. Until next time, be blessed. Hi guys, thank you for listening. Um, If you've enjoyed the podcast, go over to Tashana.co so we can stay in touch. On occasion, I send out tips and updates and I may send out um, event updates as well. So again, thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe. Come back soon. Be blessed.